This is Maurice Jones-Drew, and you're listening to the What's Brewing Show. California, here we come. The bare minimum. Go, Golden Bed. Suck it, Stanford. Golden Bed. Golden Bed. Golden Bed. Suck it, Stanford. Welcome to the Bare Minimum. Well, hello and welcome to the Bare Minimum. I'm your host, Jake Merrifield, and I'm going to be joined soon by my daughter, Megan Merrifield. And we're going to talk about her uh, last couple weeks up at Cal Berkeley as she's uh, embarking on a new journey as a freshman up there. Uh, but uh, this is the Bare Minimum on the What's Brewing Show Network. Of course, a bunch of great shows on one great feed. You got the What's Brewing Symposium. That's the main show, of course. That's me and Bill and Mike and Jamal talking all things brewing sports. Then you got the West Coast Bias. The, the West Coast Bias. That's me and Jamal talking uh, West Coast sports. And then you have the UCLA B team. That's Michael, Hannah, and Nathan Eberhardt. Here's Michael, Hannah for you. It's been a solid 28 hours or so of uh, feeling myself. With some more brewing-laden uh, content. And then you have this show, The Bare Minimum. The Bare Minimum. And, uh, you know, if you haven't guessed it by now, this is probably going to be less about Cal sports in general and just kind of more of a family document for myself. And uh, thank you for indulging me uh, as uh, I talk to my daughter uh, about her freshman year. So, you know, if you find that interesting, then by all means, thank you for listening. And if not, just understand the, the bare minimum is not going to be uh, the Bruin sports talk that you're normally used to. And um, uh, by all means, if that's not your cup of tea, then it's not your cup of tea. Uh, but with that in mind, though, Thank you for listening. We really enjoy your support. Uh, you know, I just did a post game for the Bruins' victory over Bowling Green last night at the Rose Bowl. I'm sorry, yesterday at the Rose Bowl. Uh, and then we will have a new What's Bruins show for you. Uh, the symposium will come out on Tuesday night. Uh, so that will be coming your way. I'm not sure we're going to do another West Coast bias, but I know at least Jamal will be recording something, I think, this next week. But with that in mind, I'm going to bring Megan onto the show. I am 100% certain that I am 0% sure of what I'm going to do. All right, Megan has sat down in the What's Burn Studios. Megan, it's good to have you home. You're here for this uh, brief little weekend, this, this Labor Day weekend for your sister's birthday. So that's cool. Uh-huh. Is it good to be back? Yes. It's yeah. weird, though, because all the stuff I like is the stuff I took with me to college. So it's like it's oh, it's weird crazy. not having all my stuff here. Like, what do you mean? Like, what? Like... My oh, entire clothes. my yeah. clothes is the you main thing. You are wearing something that I haven't seen you in. Yeah, you're like wearing, yeah. It's yeah. like all my clothes that I like are not here, <laughs> so that's a little interesting, especially when I have to see people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I know, you know we had a little bit of a gathering last night. Yeah, yeah. And then just like some decorations for my room, stuff like that. Gotcha. Uh, so you've been up there a couple weeks now. I, I like snuck up there. Two and a half. Yeah, I snuck up there earlier this week. We went and saw Franz Ferdinand. That was awesome. That was legit. My ears are still not working properly. Yeah, as you get old, you just—I think my ears are just permanently ringing, so I just don't know, understand, or I don't—I uh, don't doesn't register with me anymore. My hearing's yeah. so bad, but that's uh, yeah, the price you pay for being a rocker, being awesome. right? Yeah, that's exactly right. So, if you, you know, now that you've been living in the dorm for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. if there were some essential things, essential items you have to have at the dorm. Have you come to any conclusions yet so far? Yes. What and it's going to sound silly, uh-huh. but I would say my number like my number one two essentials. Yeah. Got to be my Crocs. Okay. 
And poopery. Poopery. Oh my poopery. gosh. Okay. The Crocs, number one, is that just so you don't like have to step on nasty stuff when you go into the bathroom or what is that? Yeah. And I think they're just better so than flip flops. Bathroom items. Yeah. Better than flip flops. They're better than flip flops because I can wear socks. Ah. And like, I don't really want to step on the dorm carpet a whole yeah. lot. So yeah, yeah. those are, that those makes are sense. great. Now you're on a floor at your hall and you know, you have two roommates and then how mm-hmm. many other girls are on the floor with you? Probably 20 to 30. Oh, there's that many. Because it's like, I don't know, think of it this way. I think there's like 15 yeah. total rooms. Oh, and wow. I think a good amount of them are triples, so it's a Yeah, I guess you're right. It's a yeah, because I was only on the floor the one time, and it just seemed like a long hallway. But it's, it, I remember it being smaller than I thought it would be, but I yeah. guess there was still a lot of space for a lot of rooms. I think it's pretty well populated. And so for those 20, 30 kids, uh, you know, young adults, there's mm-hmm. how many bathrooms do you have to deal with on your floor? There's three stalls, yikes. three showers, and yikes, then there's yikes. like one bathtub shower oh, that really? nobody really uses, but I mean, yeah. if you do use it, you're pretty smart. Yeah. But like, it doesn't have the privacy of the showers are, half of it is like a tiny, tiny shower, uh-huh. and then there's another half that's like kind of a stall. Yeah. So you have room to get out of the shower and like change or whatever or put your stuff away yeah but the bathtub is just a bathtub with a curtain so if you got to do anything it's within the bathtub oh interesting all right well and and, and the poopery how do you want to explain that one kid <laughs> you, you got yourself into this mess okay well literally just think of it this way if i'm on a co-ed floor yeah i know there's guys that are going to go in there and take a deuce without yeah. any remorse yeah but if i'm on a all-female there's floor, no one to blame there is um yeah a lot more uh, stigma around that uh, <laughs> that taken. side of things because, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, girls don't poop. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> so you're right. I guess you're right. So that, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's genius. Now, you came down this weekend to see, you know, for your sister's birthday, mm-hmm. which meant that you missed your very first football game. Yes. Cal versus the Aggies. Mm-hmm. I know we're both upset about that. We watched a little bit of it on uh, TV, though, didn't we? Yes. Are you aware who won the game? Go Bears! We Go won. Bears, that's right. Go Bears, you did win. That's right. Are you aware that your Uncle Jamal was spinning out of control when you were down by seven points early in the game? Uh, I was not aware. He was ready to fire the coach. <laughs> so you just have to make sure you don't live live vicariously through Jamal. But uh, the Bears won 45-17, which is nice. Go Bears, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I think I have the California drops here somewhere. Gob ears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And as a bonus, you actually have a friend that's going to UC Davis, right? Yes, she is. So you made sure to talk some trash to her yesterday morning before the game started. Uh, you're like, hey, go Bears. You know, they're going to beat the Aggies or whatever. And what was her response to you? I didn't even know there was a game today. There you go. And she still hasn't gone up to school yet because they haven't started yet, right? Not until like the 16th. Yeah, right. She doesn't so. even move up. So there you go. That's early uh, Pac-12 college football for you. You know, mm-hmm. half the fans don't even know that there's a game and the other half are going away for the weekend. But, you know, whatever. Um you guys actually had more more people attending your game than I had attending uh, our the Bruin game that I actually attended. Oh. I think uh, you had twenty seven thousand no thirty five thousand reportedly oh, wow. attending uh, Memorial Stadium, which is pretty awesome. Um, and one of those people happened to be your boyfriend, huh? Yeah, and his brother. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So you know you were going to drag your boyfriend to all the games, and instead he went to the first game before you. Yeah, his first football game ever. Yeah, which I still am trying to figure out. I know, it's weird. Like, you, I, I don't know. Like, I generally thought this kid was a relatively nice guy, but hearing that now, <laughs> I, I don't know whether to trust him or not. Don't worry, so Dad. That, that will change very quickly. He's going to be going to a lot of games? Yes. That's good. Um, 
So the other thing that I was really wondering how are you going to adjust to, I am getting pictures like every day of food that you're eating from the dining hall. Mm-hmm. Um, what has <laughs> been the the quality, the the type of food that you've been gravitating towards the dining hall? Actually, where do you go to eat, first of all? Usually, okay, I'm in Unit 1. That's my dorm building. Jacob. Which is pretty much not right across the street from campus, but it's like one block from campus. Yeah, it's block. like two streets over. Yeah. Jacob is in Unit 3, which is... On the same street, but just like a five-minute walk down. Down and like just sort of, is that adjacent? Is that the one adjacent to People's Park or not? No, that's Unit 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unit Unit 2 is on the same street as me, but going the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, so his is, you know, it's the same distance from school, but it's like you go through what's called Sather Lane, and that goes straight through like to school. I don't know. That's a cool little tunnel mall area. Yeah, it's cool. Um, We eat there a lot, but... Mm. Anyways, I usually go to his dorm um, because he's got... His being Jacob's or Chris? Jacob's. The Unit 2 one. Unit 3. Unit 3 one. Yeah, because his dorm is older and it has everything all compacted within the dorm. Oh, right. So it's got all the different dorm buildings, but then right in the middle is this big dining hall and underneath they have laundry and like mail rooms and everything. Yeah. But then with my unit, um, since it's... Since a lot of our facilities are shared with the Unit 2 building, our dining hall is completely removed, and it's equidistant from the two Unit 1 and Unit 2 buildings. So it's more convenient to go to his because it's connected to his dorm. Mm -hmm. So we go there a lot. It's got pretty much the same food as it would have at my dorm cafeteria. Um, So, yeah, that's like Cafe 3 is the place to be for us. So what's good there? Well, okay, they have a lot of, like, halal food, Mm -hmm. which is, like, you know, it's fine. Um, But my favorite meal was actually up at Foothill. Uh, I don't know if they had it at the other um, dining halls, too, because a lot of times they have the same stuff. But I had, it was basically Chipotle. Nice. They had, you know. That's right up your alley. Yeah, and it was basically my Chipotle order, too. They just had, like, you know, the rice beans. Um, It was, I think it was, like, kind of like barbacoa. Mm. Yeah. and then they gave you, like, tortillas and whatnot. But that was, like, pretty bussin'. <laughs> um, but then, like, one thing they always have that is not my favorite. Vegan beef. Veganism is the sad result of a morally corrupt mind. Reconsider your life. Sorry, Mike. Uh, yeah, so that's you turn out that's not uh, quite your style. You tried all the stuff? Yeah, I okay. <laughs> My eating habits have not been strong because when I go to the cafeteria, uh-huh. because I have a limited number of meal swipes, which is two per day basically. Yeah, I get all of the options. <laughs> I try everything and I eat what I want. Yes, um, and this is the tester phase part of it, so I, yeah. it's okay. You can be forgiven, but you are kind of carb loading for sure. I would imagine. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I send pictures, and I've got like got like rice bread pasta and like a slice of pizza going across all of it yeah, yeah, yeah. and then i have like cookies and muffins and <laughs> chocolate cake like it's it's interesting but the ve- so the vegan beef and the impossible stuff that hasn't uh, really been uh, to your liking no and what's even worse is one time for breakfast they had a vegan patty Ooh. it was disgusting that's like it remember like, mm-hmm. where were we we had the scrapple that was that was in, in Philly? Uh, Philadelphia. Oh my god! Yeah, that was like the worst thing I've ever <laughs> that eaten was in my horrible. life. Horrible. It was like a super condensed like brick of just this stuff. nastiness. Yeah, I like, couldn't even tell what it was. <laughs> it was it reminds so you of the stuff they serve in the jails. They call the they call it a jute ball, and pretty much you get it when you're 
being not you know not punishment like you know you broke a jail rule and you had to go to the hole basically you know mm-hmm. a, a solitary confinement type thing and they'd serve these jute balls and they were very very absolutely nutritious mm. like all the stuff's in there that you need to live but it's the most unappetizing thing you ever want to eat because it's just like all the stuff like the, the not the scrapings it's not leftover food but it's all like the leftover part of the preparation of the food and they would like jam it into this little oven baked ball you and they'd serve that to you and that's what scrapples like and it sounds like that's, that's what you're that's uh, what the vegan patty was like oh god but the worst part is jacob liked it oh like he didn't like he didn't love it but like strike two. you know he was he was eating it and he was like yeah it's fine strike like, two for that crazy. boy i'm telling you oh my god <laughs> what do you mean bro oh uh, dude so um you also uh, in your dining hall experiences you've you're, there's a thing on our rundown here it says never have you've never had such intimate conversation with friends <laughs> what does that refer to it refers to yeah. all of us feeling like we're going to crap our pants every second oh of the gosh, day. Oh, my gosh, because of the dorm <laughs> food. Because of the dorm food. Oh, my gosh. And just because of all the other, you know, like, junk food that we've been eating that's around. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, every meal we're like, oh, my God, I need to go to the bathroom now. This show's developing a theme. I wasn't sure I was uh, quite going to – I was expecting this, Megan. But, yeah, this, this show's uh, developing a theme around the toilet. It is? Well, you already talked about poopery, oh. and now you're talking about this. My goodness. That is true. Oh, man. Oh, man. So oh, hopefully that's something that you guys will adjust to as you figure out what you're supposed to eat, I suppose. Yes. Right? And one of the ways that one of my friends has been trying to adjust to the new food um, is he bought Tums to help with the stomach aches and stuff. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you know how much you're supposed to have, like what the limit is per day, but it said seven within 24 hours. This boy... Ate ten Jeez. within like four hours, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I don't know why it's not helping." And I'm like, "Probably because the tums are working against you by this point." Yeah. Like, well, you it's really can't yeah. be doing that. And all it is is funny. It's just like eating chalk. Yeah. And it just settles down the acid in your stomach or whatever. So he's probably not any real. You're not in any sort of uh, danger by overdoing with the tums. For sure. obviously, you don't want to you know have to have a life where you have to do tum. You have to take tums after every single meal all the time. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that is, uh, uh, at some point you're going to get sick of eating the Tums, I imagine. Yeah, Good definitely. Lord. Um, you got out of town a little bit. Or, you know, what are you, what are you thinking now that you've been in Berkeley a couple of weeks and you've gone out of town a little, not out of town, out of Berkeley a couple mm-hmm. times. You went to Oakland with me. And then you went to, over across the bridge into San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, what have you found that you've liked or explored or what are your thoughts on just in general, Berkeley or San Francisco or Oakland? Well... I think. Actually, start with the San Francisco stuff first, okay. and then we'll bring it into Berkeley because I know you want to talk about some of the unique individuals you've seen around oh, yeah. town. You got it, bro. Okay. Over in San Francisco, I haven't explored a whole lot, but when I did go with my friends, we went to the Westfield Mall. Uh-huh. Um, and when we got there, we didn't realize that the subway station let us out directly into the Westfield Mall. So we yeah. got out and walked. Which is pretty cool. It's kind of like New York when we went to that one subway that yeah. was right by the 9-11 memorial. And that yeah. was like, I can't remember what it was called, but it was awesome. But we didn't see that. So yeah. we walked, we went out of the mall, walked around in a full circle to the entrance, and then came in. Great job, kids. We didn't notice that Getting it went the to, the, yeah. to the station until we were leaving. Yeah. Um, but that was a pretty cool trip. Um, we didn't get... <laughs> We didn't get lost this time, That's and no good. items were lost this time. Well, you say that. You got on your first subway, like, your first, second day on campus? Uh, like, after, I think it was, like, after we dropped you off, and, like, that day, 
you were it, riding the sub. You were riding the. It was a couple days after. Okay. It was during orientation. During orientation, and the first time you used your mass transfer, what do they give you a Cal to get it's around? Called a clipper card. Your clipper card, and the clipper card gets you onto what? It gives you free bus rides. Okay. Around school. Yeah. And then it gives you access to the BART, which is like the subway system, but yeah. it, it's not free. Oh, it's not free. Okay. It's I not thought, free. I okay. think you might get a discount, but I'm sure it's you not do. free. So, anyways, your first adventure using your clipper card. Mm-hmm. What happened? <laughs> um, me and Jacob were trying to go to like the big Target that's away from school. Yeah. And we had never used the buses bef- or the subway before. Yeah. We loaded money under our so cards. So that was a subway trip. That was a subway trip. Okay. Yeah. We loaded money onto the cards. Good job. Got on the correct subway. Good job. Got off. A stop too early, and then we got lost, and that was a whole ordeal. Okay, um, that could be improved. <laughs> right after we got off and we had left the station, um, I realized I had dropped my clipper card in the subway, um, and it was gone forever. Yeah. Right after I loaded 20 bucks onto it. Yeah, nice job. Um, How the hell did you lose it? Where was it? It was in my pocket. Oh my it was God. in my pocket with my phone, and I think when I took out my phone, it yeah, fell onto yeah, yeah. the seat, and I didn't know. So... What, and that triggered a turn of events <laughs> where you had to wait how long to get a new one? Um, well, it happened on, I think it happened on like a Thursday. Uh-huh. And then the hours of the office only go until like, I think it was like 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we had orientation, so, so I didn't So it took have a few time. days to get so it back. So it took a few days because then I couldn't go on Friday yeah. because I went too late and I didn't know when it closed. And then I couldn't go all weekend. If you lost your so. clipper card for the trip down, how the heck did you get back? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I promise I'm a law-abiding citizen, yeah. <laughs> except for that one time, because... <laughs> Were you a toll evader? Yeah. Did you evade tolls? Oh, my yeah. God, Megan. <laughs> okay, Jacob, Jacob had his card, so we went through, and then I'd, like, scoot through behind him really quick. Oh, my God. And then God. we had to take an Uber home, because, like, we were just lost, and we could not figure out how to get anywhere. So and... you... you Or we took an Uber to You stole a ride the, onto the a train and then took it in the wrong direction? No, we took it in the right direction. We got off a stop too early. Uh. So then we were like, where the heck are we? And we were just walking around. We had to ask like some like police officer in the parking lot where to go. We took an Uber to the so were you st- in, train station. Were you in, you had, wait, you had to ask a cop how to go to where you were going? Yeah. That's good. Good resourcefulness. Yeah, Did you confess your crime mustache. to her? It was kind of oh funny. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> were you inspired to commit your fair evasion when you were in New York and you saw people jump on the rails like every five seconds? Maybe. Okay, yeah. Don't do it again. I won't. Uh-huh. Oh, and then when I got a new clipper Don't card. Don't lose your goddamn clipper card. I almost lost it again. When I got my new clipper card, literally right as I walked out the door, I dropped it. Oh and God. I was like within 10 feet of the exit of the building I got my clipper card from. And I was like, oh, my God, where is it? I lost it. I lost it. And I went back and it was on the doorstep. Oh, my God. So have you figured out a new system yes so that you don't lose your clipper card every five seconds i have it in a card holder on my lanyard that sounds better but if i lose the lanyard i lose basically everything important to me and when i was up there and uh when we went to go see franz ferdinand you literally almost left your lanyard (laughs) where where was it it was like on a chair somewhere. It was on a chair in the hotel room when we were there leaving we to check out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we were leaving the hotel to check out. You almost left your lanyard yeah. on the chair. And that has, just for reference, oh, that has Lord. my school ID, my clipper card, and my dorm room key. Wow. And my rape whistle that my 
that my uh, roommate gave me. Oh, you did? Her mom bought all three of us rape How whistles. How considerate. That's lovely. That's wonderful. Well, that's good. That's good here. Um, all right. Well, you also want to talk about some of the interesting people in just the Berkeley area. You know, because, of course, the dorms of a Berkeley are integrated into the Berkeley town part. You know, so, like, your mm-hmm. your dorm room is, like, just a half a block away from, like, Amoeba and Rasputin and all the food places to eat. It's much different than Westwood is. Uh, so, on your walks to campus and to school, uh, you know, what have you noticed about the... You know, I, we were concerned going up there that you're going to be stuck in the middle of a place and it's going to be, like, you know, getting accosted by crazy homeless people all day long. Mm-hmm. That, you've, you, you can walk around the city safely... It seems to me is that how you felt for the most part. Like safely enough. Yeah, I safely always enough. just make sure I'm, if I'm by it, myself, I'm like with a group of students at yeah. least. And it's like you know, just like any big city, you're just using your yeah. using your noodle and not putting yourself in bad spots. But you have noticed some of the local flavor. Uh, I guess describe some of this. Yeah, there are quite a few encounters with the unhoused, yeah, um, unsheltered, um, as Berkeley would like to put it. Yeah. But anyways, so I guess three main ones come to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess maybe four. But one that I see all the time is this lady who lives on the street in front of my dorm. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes between two sides of the street that are, you know, right in front of my dorm. Um, but my first encounter was when I was walking with my friend, the one who was popping Tums. Yeah. Um, and... We walked past her, and she was, like, you know, cursing out the world and everything and just yelling out into the street. And she chucked in a full Arizona tea can at us. Nice. Um, like, narrowly missed us. Um, and so that was our first encounter. Then um, we kept seeing her on the street. She keeps moving along the street and along, like, the different sides of the street. But what's funny is every single day it seems like she's collected a new item. So, like, the first day, she just had the Arizona can. Then the next day, we found her with a couch cushion. Then she finds a blanket. Then she finds, like, a new item every day. Um, So it's just kind of funny because we're like, oh, what has she collected today? Um, But, yeah, she's been uh, an interesting presence in my daily life. All right, and who else? Well, this next one I have labeled in my notes as Dino Man. Dino Man. That sounds interesting. (laughs) um, He likes to hang out in the middle of Sather Gate. Um, which is one of the landmarks on campus. It's like the big entryway to um, like all the classrooms and stuff. Um, but anyway, like everybody's, I say that just to say everybody's walking through all the time and it's very crowded. Um, but he stands right in the middle. I don't know what his schedule is, but I've seen him a few times. But he has made himself like a sort of dinosaur costume entirely out of trash. Mm. He has like the, you know, dinos have like the, the spikes that go along, like, their spine and then, like, to their tail. He has made, like, triangles that are, I think they're just bags full of trash. And they're, like, connected by tape. And he has that, like, connected to his head and it runs down his back. Oh, crazy. And then he's made himself dinosaur claws out of the same stuff, like, bags of trash. And then what's what's even weirder is that was all I saw when I first saw him because I only saw him from the back. But when I saw him from the front, he looks insane. He has... He's made himself, like, they look like duct tape glasses. Mm. They're black, and then he has, like, white X's that go over his eyes. Oh, crazy. And he's just got, like, all these, like, weird accessories, and he just looks like a crazy person. But, I don't know, he's kind of scary, I guess. And he's got, like, a sash and, like, a bag all 
all also made out of trash. That's very resourceful. It sounds like it reminds me yeah. of a guy at the courthouse that we I call Apocalypse Man, <laughs> and you know, you know, he's obviously a guy who needs uh, s- some help, but mm-hmm. he, he just walks around looking like he's out of like Fallout Four. Oh my gosh! And sometimes he's in a good mood, sometimes he's in a bad mood. When he's in a bad mood, he's like yelling and screaming at people, and sometimes we have to, you know, mm-hmm. uh, go talk to him or whatever. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's interesting to see. That. I'm I'm glad that. Wait, did you have? Uh, I had one more. One more. Go go to the go to the last one. Okay. This one was a little bit different because I couldn't tell that he was a homeless man. Mm-hmm. He, there are, when I walk to school from my dorm, the place that I come in is like a big open area and it's got a lot of benches on the side. Mm-hmm. And students sit there, but a lot of times, you know, kind of like the homeless or kind of sketchy figures hang out there as well. Yeah. It's just a nice place to sit. Um, and this guy, I had, I had a purse I was wearing. And this guy, he... He just said, you know, like, nice purse or whatever. That's and then nice. I And I was like, oh, I guess that's nice. Like, he looks kind of sketchy, but I'm on this safe and inclusive campus. I'm not going to judge by appearances and whatever. Nor should you. Nor should I. Mm. But the one time I don't, I say <laughs> thank you. And he's like, oh, you're just walking away from me. I just complimented you. You're such a stupid woman and all this other, like, oh, wow. misogynistic Misogynous crap. Bum. And, like, he's like, bum. he was, like, trying to hit on me and, oh, like, wow. wanting me to come over and do whatever with him. Whoa. Um but it was just funny because it's like the one time I'm not going to trust my gut and think this is a sketchy guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a sketchy guy. <laughs> you have good instincts, child. Yeah, thanks. So follow him. And then the there is one more mm-hmm. strange figure mm-hmm. that um, hangs out on my street. I don't think he's a homeless guy. I think he's just like some weird street vendor because mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of those too. But he's just crazy. I think he sells like weapons and like oh, old wow. like medieval crap that he makes but you need to turn malcolm onto this i know yeah. but he's just so weird because what he does is it's this it's this like old guy who wears chain mail and he wears like so what you have a dinosaur guy and you have a chain mail guy yeah wow so the chain mail guy he wears he wears chain mail and then i if i remember correctly i think he had like a hat with like a big feather on it or whatever looking like some medieval dude yeah. that you'd see at like the renaissance fair yeah yeah um and what's crazy is he feeds all the pigeons. Uh-huh. He had a like, I kid you not, a full flock of like twenty pigeons Wowza. just sitting on him, eating food from his hand. Like sitting on him, like on like, his shoulders and on his head. Yeah, and stuff? Oh I think that's God. part of why he wears the shirt. <laughs> he wears the chainmail protect to him. protect him It'll from the pigeons. But they were like eating out of his hand or like off of his hat, and it was just like it was so weird. That's like uh, at one point in the past, I was at the Central um, Century City Mall. It's mm-hmm. open air mall. And there was a guy there with a squirrel on a leash. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so I, that's that's in that crazy. category. That's nuts. Well, this, these are all very compelling figures, and mm-hmm. you know you need to find your way to negotiate them in your daily life. You know, and that's one of your uh, you know life skills you need to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, at least you're not dealing with you know. At one point, there was a guy for like 20 years at Berkeley, and he was just known as the naked guy. Ew. So, yeah, uh, and you know he he's a guy who actually had. A little bit of run in the media and stuff, and he was actually a former student at Berkeley. Ew! Uh, and he ended up uh, tragically uh, passing away uh, about mm. twenty, you know, fifteen, twenty years ago. So he was, you know, he, he, at one point he was doing it for a reason, and then I think he just kind of lost his thread, whatever. But mm. that doesn't mean anything to you. It just means that you would have had to walk around campus seeing the naked guy walk well, around. I seen one naked homeless Uh-oh. guy. What happened? I was on. Um for orientation, we went on a harbor cruise. Yeah. And to get there, we took charter buses. That's nice of them to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on the way back, 
in the charter bus, we passed by like a junkyard, yeah. and it looked like a, it was a junkyard. It was full of just trash and stuff, but it also had like some broken down like RVs where homeless people would probably be living, and there was just a naked guy like. I don't know what he was doing, but at one point he like fully bent over and I was not about that view. <laughs> um, but that was uh, a sight to see Wow! or try to not see. Well, kid, I kept you sheltered up here in the San Fernando <laughs> Valley for as long as I could. And now you're out there in the world. Um, yes. You now have, you're going back up uh, tomorrow and then mm-hmm. uh, your second football game of the Cal Berkeley season, which you have tickets for. Yes. Uh, are you aware of who your opponent is, honey? I am not. Well, you're taking on none other than the UNLV running Rebels, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool because it's going to be a step up in opponent for sure. So this could be a much better game. It is going to be at 1 o'clock mm. on Saturday. So, you know, luckily you don't have to deal with the heat that I'm going to have to deal with. I have to go to another game, although it's a little bit later in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but just to give you an idea... The win percentage that they're giving Cal over the running Rebels is about 78%. Okay. So you're still looking pretty good in that game. You're supposed to beat them by about two touchdowns. How many points mm-hmm. would that be? 12. Megan? Close. Two touchdowns plus two extra points oh. is 14. And generally, talk about touchdowns, we're talking about seven points, although it could be as little as six or it could be as much as eight. Sounds like okay. you need to study a little football uh, in, in, in I, this week. I guess I do, Pops. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you get to get to see the, the Runner Rebels uh, take on the Golden Bears uh, next week, and I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on the game day experience at Cal Memorial Stadium. This is a little heavier on the just the student life stuff, but we are going to get to your experience watching the different sports and events at Berkeley as well as we go forward, right? Mm-hmm. All right, well, it's good to have you down here, kid. And we'll see you, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll talk to you next time I talk to you, will be on the phone for the podcast. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll have to negotiate that. But uh, until we talk next time, what do we say? Go Bears and suck, suck at Stanford. Stanford.